What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning into Soul Cipher, your go-to podcast delving into the mind, body, soul, and spirit of your favorite hip-hop and R&B tracks, albums, and artists. Today on the TLC Tip, we're going to be talking about begging. All right, y'all. So TLC is a female black R&B hip-hop rap group comprised of Tion T. Boz Watkins, Lisa Lefty Lopez, and Rosanda Chili Thomas. The group originally was comprised of T. Boz and Lisa and one other person, but management realized that they needed somebody else. So in comes Chili, and they became known as the best-selling American female group of all time. Like, they were number 12 on the list of 100 greatest women in music. So just think about that. And the way that their group even came together is incredible. And I think that is, is very organic. And I think that uh, the universe really <laughs> put a foot in and really crafted something amazing that we will never forget as one people. TLC's debut album, Ooh, on the TLC tip, was released in February of 1992 by LaFace slash Arista Records. So their album was really like well-rounded with sounds of funk, hip-hop, R&B, New Jack Swing, um, especially given the like producing style that Teddy Riley had um, for this debut album. Um, they had three top 10 singles on the Billboard Hot 100 with Baby, 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 What About Your Friends, and for today's topic of conversation, Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Ain't Too Proud to Beg, in my opinion, is the epitome of boss bitch energy. Like, TLC is coming real raw, talking about they have no problem begging for sex when they want it. And Safe Sex has that, and we'll get into that um, deeper into the podcast. But they did something revolutionary, you know, when it came to being more open about sex. So I really think that this song really opened doors for other folk to... I think just express themselves more authentically. Ain't Too Proud to Beg really is more than just women talking about demanding sex. Like, this is a conversation of opening up, receiving more of that sensual, sexual energy, tapping into that energy. Um, you know, it's really demonized in society, especially black women. Like, black women are over-sexualized and fetishized. And... This is in every sector. This is in music. This is in plain ass conversation with some dudes, like in movies, everything. And I think it's really about being intentional with that image and knowing that. And I really think TLC hit it on the head. So we're going to get into that in the spiritual breakdown. You already know. All right, y'all, so we're here at the point in the podcast, the breakdown. So this is the the point where I pick up on some of the spiritual essences of this track um, and beyond just our basic understanding of it, like a deeper meaning. I love to really pull out meanings and understandings and the deep philosophies of life that's just the type of person that I am so first things first divine partnerships 
this has come up a lot more recently in the sense of this like new age type of spirituality that's going on where everybody's buying crystals and shit like and it's always about like having your crystals and your sage and your man or your woman or your or your partner in general and they're being like your twin flame your soulmate all this type of shit right and i think we need to take it very simple and very back to the beginning just the essence of divine partnership and i think in ain't too proud to beg this is giving you a peek into a type of divine partnership because at the same time everybody comes into your life for a reason whether that's a friend whether that's a a teacher whether that is a romantic relationship and they all teach you something so a part of a intimate relationship or an intimate relationship with a significant other has a sensual slash sexual realm and i think that in ain't too proud to beg you're seeing a little bit of that authenticity come out and what that looks like you know divine partnerships is where you explore what sex really is it's an exchange of energy but in an attempt to connect deeper it's a deeper intimacy that i think we're craving for that honestly sex doesn't even fully fill you know and i think also this intimacy and how people engage in sex is taken for granted nowadays because and it's not to shame nobody cuz some people got to do what they got to do you feel me but i think that how we engage and interact and even talk about sex is kind of downgraded you know i feel like in divine partnerships sex is supposed to be very sacred like as fuck we forget this we forget how sacred sex is because of how uh it's transformed its understanding its meaning the relevancy is in society so ain't too proud to beg is really in my opinion taking sex from this lens of in the 90s what that looks like for the artists singing it and without saying divine partnerships they're basically telling us what a sexual divine partnership looks like for them it's being vocal about what they want it's not being afraid it's not having boundaries it's literally vulnerability at its max and i think that When you look at it this way, you realize that the music this song specifically is deeper than anything that is even being said. It's just like an inner knowing when you look at it in this specific lens. And this is really why I love to break down the spiritual essences of these tracks because you're not thinking about that shit. You listen to this like, "Oh, ain't too proud to be not if you, you know, and like you're not thinking about this this factor of divine partnership and how important it is. So that's one, divine partnerships. Two, sexual hygiene. As someone who is very attuned to energy, like I can walk in a room and I can sense if the energy is off just by feeling you. Like I can feel it. And a lot of people can, right? These are called empaths, and there's many different types, you know, this physical, emotional, yada yada. I'm an emotional empath. So I can sense the energy emotionally within you. Now, if I could do that walking into a room, think about folks who can do just that and they're engaging in physical exchange of energy cuz that also that's another component of sex. Your energy is meshing with the other person's energy and it's coming together, which means y'all are absorbing each other's energy. two things could go wrong with this right like it's great when your partner is great when y'all on the same page everything's happy go lucky you're having a great time 
That's not what I'm talking about. That's amazing. That's fantastic. But I'm talking about two ways when this could really go south. One is when you're with a partner that has some stink energy. They have a lot of trauma. They have a lot of shit that they haven't dealt with. And it's just compartmentalized in them all throughout the body. It can be subconscious too. So their energy is all wrapped up in that. And then y'all lay down. Best believe where that energy is at now. In you. And now best believe you need some Reiki. <laughs> okay. Like now it's a whole thing. And you could be walking around with the energy. And you could be feeling like shit and you don't even know. Because your partner has stank energy. Two. If you are engaging in sexual activities with multiple partners. I cannot stress this enough. Like this is why when you really start to get in tune. You realize you cannot be around certain people. You cannot mess with certain people. I'm telling you. Because when you start having multiple relationships with people. And they're based off of sex. All types of energy is now within you. And I'm not judging nobody. I tell you this a thousand times. Like, I have done my fair share of things. Okay? People are all going to do their fair share of things. That's not the problem. If you're trying to get your bag blown out, go ahead, sis. Like, that is not the problem. The problem is you could be messing with Fulanito, Tyrone, and XYZ. And now you're feeling like shit for the next week. And you're feeling grief and you're feeling sadness and you're feeling confusion and you're feeling anger. You don't know from what. Hmm. It's that level of sexual hygiene. So at the same token, with this in mind, you want to think about how are you intentionally engaging in sex? And if you are sleeping with multiple partners, which like I said, that's fine. That's do you sis, like live authentically. Make sure that you are at least pertaining in some sort of like cleaning ritual for you. It can be spiritual. You know, after you do what you do, you get a bit of sage. If your people use that, like, I don't want to see no white folk getting some sage when the natives were really using that. Okay. So don't do no cultural appropriation. Don't step your boundaries. But una palo santo, you know, like anything that you can get your hands on that makes you feel like you're cleansing yourself after this, you're taking a step in the right direction of pouring back into yourself. And I think that sexually, you know, that's what sex does also. It helps to pour back into you in a sense because one, you're releasing energy, okay? You can manifest with that energy also. Like, there's so many things that we can talk about, about the spiritual essence of sex. And sexual hygiene just had to be one of those that I talked about because I also don't feel like, like, this is, I don't know if this is common knowledge or not, to be honest. Like, I just learned this, like, through, you know, books and on Instagram, you know, personal experience that you realize there cannot be this phenomenon happening without you taking precautions. So sexual hygiene. Third, masculine and feminine energies. And I think this one is also very misconstrued in our society because people automatically assume when you say masculine or feminine that you have to subscribe to a specific gender, male or female. Incorrect. 
how this works in general is just we all as souls have masculine energy and feminine. Feminine energy is like the moon. It's the flow. Okay, it's like Mother Earth. It's more of feeling emotion and riding the tides. On the flip, we have masculine energy, which is like the sun card in tarot. Okay, this is action. This is making shit happen. This is very King of Wands energy, if you know tarot. That's how I feel this is broken down. And so within Ain't Too Proud to Beg, you're seeing the clash of masculine and feminine energy. I feel like two a perfect tea, like just from the outfits that they're wearing to this topic of the song, the lyrics that are being said, the blend of masculine and feminine to me in this song and even in the video, it reflects back to me the essence of who we are as spiritual beings, as people, you know, as, as, as a one conglomerate. And when you're looking at music this type of way, I think it helps folks really connect with the cues and the elements that make up this this energy because masculine and feminine energy you need that to do your daily tasks like for you to sit there and cry and to be like you know what i'm gonna really sit and feel my emotions so i can just be present that's one essence of feminine energy now not because it's emotions or whatever the hell because there's, there's so many other things that you can look up to see what constitutes as feminine energy but it's, it's just an example. And for masculine, that's like when you know you have some shit to do, right? And you're getting up, you're making a plan, you're going after something, you're not just going to let it come to you. No, masculine energy is that pull in you that's about that action. So all in all, each of these breakdowns, each of these like spiritual tenets, I want to say, um are represented in this music piece you just have to find it and make the connections yourself and kind of be like hmm i wasn't looking at it this way but this is making me think deeper about all of this about the importance of a song like this of the importance of a group like this of the importance of what was happening around this time in the industry not just tlc because also not a lot of folks were doing and saying what they were doing and and how they were doing it how they were executing it so I think it's really important to honor these these tracks because as you as you can tell like I haven't spoken about a lot of mainstream music and I feel like while there are spiritual essences in the in this music that's happening now I'm not a fan of mainstream music to be honest I'm a fan of 90s tracks y'all know this uh early 2000s tracks 80s you know some stuff from now but it has to be like alt like alternative r&b or like some low-key chill stuff you know um but i say all that to say because <laughs> you know i like to go on if you know me i go on tangents i say all that to say um that there's a lot of hidden gems and a lot of lessons that you can learn from just applying some of these 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 things that I talk about, these ways of looking at music and culture and really find gems, find lessons and find little keys to life that makes you second guess and you move more authentically in accordance to you and your spiritual essence as a being. So I want to thank all the listeners for listening to today's episode of Soul Cypher. You know what the deal is. I'll catch you in the next episode.